Hey Dissectomaniacs, Trip here. Wanted to let you know about a very cool podcast app for Android users. It's called Podcast Republic. If you're interested in checking it out, go to the Google Play Store and download the Podcast Republic app. It is a very cool app that lets you get all your favorite podcasts directly onto your Android devices, so tablets, phones, what have you. Uh, You search for the podcast you want to listen to, and you make them your favorites, so you have them all just to click away. So if you do want to check out a new podcast app and you're an Android user, head on over and check out Podcast Republic, and make sure you set Dissecting the 80s as a favorite so you don't miss any episodes from us. Once again, that is the Podcast Republic app, a new friend of the show. Thank you guys very much. Welcome to Dissecting the 80s. I am one half of the mega podcasting powers, Trip Lano, and with me, as always, is my tag team partner, a man who knows that if your series is headed to Manhattan, things are probably not in great shape. The Macho Mandrew. Andrew Leno, and don't you dare talk about my Muppets that way. <laughs> That's true. I guess the Muppets is a logical move, but when uh, when your when your slasher <laughs> when your summer camp based slasher movie is heading to Manhattan, problems might abound. Or space. Yes. Well, space I'm okay with. Uh, That's true. Jason X is (laughs) Jason X I can mess with. Uh, We are kicking off the month of takes in Manhattan because we like puns. And also there's two inexplicable decisions for movies to be called takes Manhattan that have nothing to do with each other. We watched Jason takes Manhattan. So you know what that means. We gotta go back. We gotta go dissect the 80s. It's your inexplicable New Jersey to Manhattan cruise ship. Something's gotta be done about your inexplicable New Jersey to Manhattan cruise ship. When the mega powers explode. I'm talking about the 80s. Great Scott. Great Scott. Cream of the crop. Oh, yeah. Mega powers, yeah. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. If that wasn't perfect, I'm done, and we're using that. Also, once we said it, I, ca- I would love to see Jason square off against the Muppets. Um, like that Miss would Piggy, very poorly for a lot of felt creatures. Only the, like, one-off ones, like the Coconut Muppets from the Great Muppet Caper. But, like, Miss Piggy would hold her own and, like, kick his ass. I don't think that's how that would go. I think I think it depends on who makes the movie, I guess. But I think the per- that they would she would lose. I, no, not Miss Piggy, not the feminist icon Miss Piggy. Uh, so we start off with the title card, and it's a horror ink production, which is the laziest ever one. So like every movie creates a production company for just that movie. So if someone gets sued, it doesn't collapse a whole studio. It's like part of Hollywood math and accounting. And there's all these like one-off production companies. Horror Inc. is very bad as far as names go. But also, how is it not taken by 1988 or 9, whenever this was? Yeah, I don't know. You would have thought that like John Carpenter would have grabbed that one first. Or like, you know, way back in the early days of silent films. But were they doing that then? Or is that practice... And and that's a good point. Once yeah, the like, 60s know. happened. I don't know. That's a good point. Uh, we are dropped smack into the middle of the seedy, lawless, disgusting New York that only exists in children's cartoons and 80s movies. Uh, also, it's Vancouver. Well, yes. <laughs> like, it's definitively, even to my very little time spent in New York, I, this is not New York City. Yes, it is. Um, there's, like, so much graffiti everywhere that it almost feels like the post-apocalyptic future yes. like that's the level of graffiti uh-huh. 
again, again, I've not been to New York a whole lot, but I've been there enough to know that not every square inch of every building is covered in graffiti. Well, to be fair, this is pre-Disney in New York, right? Like, the, the New York was pretty That's seedy, fair. so it's, but I guarantee this movie is worse than it ever actually was. Yeah, like, the, the, this movie is very much, it, it feels like the Mad Max New York. Yeah. Now, because, like, we, we've talked about this before. We never saw dirty New York. By the time we went to New York City, it had been long cleaned up and was, you know, Disney-fied is what people like to call it. Um, but there was definitely an era where you would not want to walk around Times Square. Oh, yeah. So we've got a, we've got some music going, and it's like a total ripoff of I've Been Waiting for a Girl Like You by Foreigner. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's this, like, horrible synthy pop cheesy nonsense. Um, inexplicably two high school seniors are all alone on a big ass boat yeah whose parents boat is that i don't know but it's this like like 25 or 35 foot it's basically the boat from overboard yeah yeah it's a very nice boat and it also is way too big for the lake that it's in but although later we have a cruise ship in the lake so i guess this lake is just an infinite depth it basically is you walk from the bow to the stern and then you get offshore and the other, yeah. the other, yes. the other shore. Exactly. It's just permanently lodged there. It's implanted in the bottom of the lake. Um, so they're fooling around on this boat and we get the previously on Jason montage through this guy explaining the mythos, which I, like, is... I always I love to see how they do this in all the movies because there's only one way, like there's two ways you could do this. You could do a previously on Jason montage and then start the movie, which would be fine. Or you have to have a character like painstakingly recount the mythos. And at this point, it's so long and it takes forever. So it's it's the th- my best friend Heather and I always made these jokes in college of like, wait, Susie, you've never heard about the murders at Camp Crystal Lake? Or and it's always it's always like Susie and Chad and it's Chad, you're really starting to freak me out. And we got both of those within five minutes. I know, it's so good. It's so I was cheese ball. Like, this is the horror movie about horror movies. And even Jason, I have to say, spoiler alert for the rest of the movie. He feels a little l- silly. This movie. Yes, he, he. I later called this Jim Halpert as Jason. Yes, <laughs> because there's several times where he like looks at the camera, and you can imagine him making like a smug Jim Halpert face the whole time. Um, this is actually a lot of people's favorite Jason. I believe this is the first time Kane Hodder played him, and he played him a few times. And a this lot of people. A, this was the first for him. I think so. You could you, we could ch- we could double check that, but I, I think that it's the first time Kane Hodder played Jason, and people really really like him as Jason. He, he he's a frequent. Uh, he pops up frequently at the like Comic Con convention type places for photo ops and stuff like that. I actually there was just one recently where he was there for two days and wearing two different Jason costumes on different days. So you could get like, like burlap and then face. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or like it was Jason X and whatever, which I was like, what the hell? And then I remembered, I realized like, Oh, he's a genius because some crazy nutbags will pay for two different pictures then of the same. They will. Yes. Um, you know, he'll take that nerd money all the way to the bank. Yes. Yes. Literally directly to it, uh, at the celebrity petting zoo, all of your money is available (laughs) all your money spends. Well, 
Uh, so they drop the anchor of the boat, and this is the dumbest way I think Jason. Ah, the second dumbest way Jason gets brought. I was going to say lightning rod in a churchyard is pretty yes. bad. <laughs> that lightning rod in a churchyard takes the cake for worse. But this boat, like dragging the anchor and then catching a power line that's submerged in the lake that also is touching Jason and zaps him back to life, is very ridiculous. Once I saw it, all I wanted to happen was that like. Not it was. I didn't want to see Jason's like coffin at the bottom. I wanted to see a shark carcass still biting it, <laughs> and then like the shark gets zapped back to life. That's the jaws that I want. Like I want the stupid explanations to why this shark is still coming after this family. We have uh, Jason Jaws, basically. Like Jason is wearing <laughs> Jason. The Jason is wearing the hockey mask and like swimming around with. A, I don't machete need the hockey fan. mask, but I'm okay with the hockey mask. <laughs> Jason's Creek jossen's creek all right i didn't it didn't look like young jason was deformed in the first flashback no it doesn't and i i didn't i think that this character who's having the flashbacks is from the previous movie which i have seen before but not in a long time and so i think it was like directly picking up some elements of plot from the previous movie that was just lost on gotcha us. yeah um, the last one that we watched for the show is four four yeah which is the one with um a Corey in it, right? Yes, Corey Feldman is in it. Uh, and I, I genuinely love Friday the 13th Port 4. Whenever I'm in the mood for an 80s slasher movie, that's the one it's I put good. on. Tommy yeah. is in it. Yes, yes. I, I love, I, I mean, I love, I think Halloween is a better movie, but Halloween is like Agreed. a completely different type of thing. It's a different flavor. And so, like, I've had many on a party, like a horror movie party, where Friday the 13th Part 4 is the final final one of the night because it's perfect. It's it recaps all the the Jason mythos around a campfire, which is like just real good spooky ambiance. And that's then you want. You, and then he rolls through a bunch of really creative ways to kill people. So that's what you like. To, that's what you come for in a Jason movie. Like you want to watch him do a bunch of murder, and you want them to be entertaining to watch. And it's like a weird thing to like, I guess. But that, that's the the mark of a good Jason movie is how insane the killing is. There were some and, lame kills in this one. I have to say. There are, but there are a few inventive ones, so we can, we can kind of work our way through this. But he comes out of the lake here and is all slimy and disgusting, which I really dug. I thought it was a cool twist on Jason just showing up, like, being fine and dandy, which he nor- he's normally gross. But this was, like, a particularly gross Jason. I really dug Drippy, it. Drippy, goopy, slimy. And they saved yeah. some money by not showing his full body for a, the first, like, five minutes of his being on screen. It was like, yep. here's an arm. And I want to see the I want to see the PA who just has one goopy arm and the rest <laughs> of his outfit is fine. Just I like, assumed it was actually Kane hotter. I mean, I'm sure it was, but I think it in my head canon where it's like, "Hey, you PA, put down the cocaine and hand over, get over here." Put I, on this glove. I, I was starting to say just Kane as if we were like chummy, and then I remembered there's a wrestler Kane, and I was like, there are six people out there who are going to be like, wait, Kane the wrestler is in this? So I had, I had, <laughs> I had a real weird speech pattern there. Um, I was shocked there was no nudity in this scene. Yeah. This is like, usually uh, the part well, there, of the Wait, no, the there was a boob. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have I have shocked that there's no nudity. I must have been looking down taking a note, so sorry mm-hmm. about that. Um, the boyfriend... No, 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 I'm sorry. Uh, there's no, there is no nudity at this part. There is nudity later. This is the part uh, where the boyfriend comes in with a fake knife and pretends to be Jason. Oh, the, the nudity had already happened. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, we get the Chad. You're really starting to freak me out, Chad. And he appears with a fake knife and a Jason mask and stabs her in the stomach. 
Yeah, it's really one of those great, like, if you're thinking about doing a... Here's a PSA from my second in the 80s. <clears throat> if you're thinking about doing a prank, don't. Pranks are dumb. No, here's the thing. I don't say... I'm not going to say across the board pranks are dumb. There can be a few fun little pranks. But, like, you don't... Like, this is not a prank. Like, <laughs> this goes into our category of, like... Can we just have a TED talk? You and I have a TED talk about this is not a prank, and it's just us listing things that aren't pranks. We'll have to do a special episode that's just, here's a list of acceptable pranks, anything that's not on, because that's shorter, right? Like that's it's true. Like a, I was going to say, like a, otherwise you're going to be like, hitting your friend with your car, yeah. throwing a hammer out a window. Feeding a homeless man toothpaste-filled Oreos? Like, people, like, teenagers that's are psychos. Thing. That's as a, a, two kids got arrested for doing that for a YouTube video. They Jesus like Christ. opened up Oreos, scraped the delicious fake cream filling out of it, filled it back up with toothpaste, found a homeless man, and then fed it to him. That's a psychotic behavior. Yeah, it is. That is that is punch that is face punch and toss him in a cell. Anyway, so the boyfriend does the fake knife. Uh, Jason grabs a spear gun and misses, which is uncommon for Jason. He's usually a dead eye. I thought eye. that was weird. Uh, it's it's almost where I want us. I we never want. I never actually want this. Prequels are always stupid. But I almost want the prequel where like Jason's like activities at camp are covered. There's like a flashback sequence where it's like Jason's shooting archery. Jason. Oh, I like pole. that. It's just like, and they're like, "Wow, Jason, you're like very good at all these things. You're very then, good at javelin and yes, and yes. shot put and yes. archery. Yeah." I wanted and to be long like, range harpooning. Jason was secretly like the things that would make you popular at camp, like being good at sports, and still the counselors hated him because, like, I don't know, maybe he was allergic to peanuts and it caused them not to have. You to know, have he was deformed, jelly. so everyone hated him. I see. I thought he wasn't deformed until after the accident. No, he died in the accident. He okay. was always, I, from what I remember of the Jason mythos, is that he always was sort of like his face was always messed up. Okay. So that would be perfect then. The people are like he's he's the perfect star athlete, but he looks weird, so we don't like him. I would I would be on board for that. Yeah, it, it's the first thing of like this movie is fifteen minutes too long. Yes, it is very much too long for a Jason movie. Ninety five is your absolute upper limit for this for me, and this is like an hour forty five almost. It's yeah, it's uh, too much. It's they fake you out. They give you a solid ending because they brought him back to life with electricity, and then they kill him with electricity. And I was yes. like, good bookends you the creative storytelling of life like exactly yeah. perfect yeah um i did like though so he misses with the gun and then he just uses the spear gun itself as a weapon and i really did enjoy him just jabbing this blunt this like weirdly shaped blunt object into this man's chest cavity until it went through him like yeah. i just it was gross in the good way yeah it was and then he rips the the harpoon spear whatever out of the mm-hmm. wall and like stalks around the boat to find the girl and spends like finds her, lifts the little like cubby hole where she's hiding. And there's it's such two... a bad hiding spot. Just jump off the dang boat. You can see the shore. Yeah, but I feel like he can swim or like he can water is good for him. <laughs> it's soothing. It helps his muscles. <laughs> I mean, water's not good for him. He died in the water. Originally. After a long day of murdering teenagers, nothing helps me like getting into my infinity pool and doing a nice 20. Stretches I want out your that muscles. commercial. I feel like a half inch taller. This has been Jason Voorhees for infinity pools. You know, this tiny tub you put in your basement with a motor on one end of it. <laughs> I like that. 
Although, okay, hang on. Another digression. Have you ever seen clips of the Friday the 13th video game? Yeah. Okay. That game gives Jason teleportation powers. Yes, because he has them. It's officially canon that, like, (laughs) that's why he was able to do that. Yeah, it would explain a lot of the Jason mythos. But I just, you're right. He probably would have heard the splash and it might have alerted her. But you have a better chance of getting away. Like, it's a slim chance. There's no chance he's not going to find you hiding in this, like, porthole cubbyhole at the front of the boat. Yeah. So he opens it, and then there's too many minutes of her screaming and begging for her life before he it's stabs her. It's so and uncomfortable. I was like, guys, you're padding this runtime. You're but padding. not only that, like, the person who wants that is not the person you should be making this movie for. Like, no. I, I like watching teenagers get killed in a Jason movie because it's, like, done for comedic effect. The guy who likes that is a creepo. Like, this, if you're enjoying her literally begging for her life on screen... That's it's gross and uncomfortable. It's not the the tone is just so wrong for these movies. This is supposed to be a fun, lighthearted teenage murdering. Yeah, I want to see asshole teenagers, jerk parents, spoiled rich kids. Like those are the. I want to see them be awful people and then watch them get killed. Yep, yep. I want I want good and then the best kid doesn't have to die. That's, that's exactly sort of the the, the way. And this maybe works. her boyfriend. It depends. Yeah, it's just very creepy, and he, like, stabs her really slowly, and it just is very uncomfortable. Yeah, not a fan. So we cut to this, uh, everybody getting on the cruise ship. The Lazarus. Yes, like, already a bad sign. And this teacher... I thought it was a mom. I thought it was mother and daughter driving to the dock, and then she's like, you're my favorite student. And I was like, no, it's weird. Yes, because they have a very parental relationship. It's like, for sure, it's that kind of relationship that you're describing. But then she goes, oh, I got you a gift. And she opens it and she says, oh, this is Stephen King's pen. There is literally no way for this object to be in this woman's possession in the 80s. Just 0% chance. No. Also, like, like there's what no she... provenance on a, on a fountain pen. Right. But, like, what did she do? Like go put an ad in the newspaper and that or purchase it from an ad in the newspaper this lady bought a pen that some schmuck overcharged her for and she bought the story because she's not very smart like unless she went to maine yeah unless yes unless stephen king himself gave her the pen and also like why would stephen king have kept if, she's, pen? if you buy it from someone in maine i instantly am more likely to believe you because stephen king hasn't left maine since 1950 but like what if it is Stephen King's like childhood writing pen? One, wouldn't he want to keep that for a memento? And two, if he sold it, like I just don't buy it. The whole thing to me just seems seems wishy washy at best. Agreed. Um, also, just an aside here because I have it written down at this moment for for no reason. Leonard Malton calls this the best Jason movie. I saw that. Uh, so this is the so this is the roundup of all the characters that we're gonna watch get killed during the movie. So we get the the smart girl with the fountain pen. Then we go to the the boat's cabin, and the captain has his son in there, and he's like trying to pass the torch, so to speak. And you know he's talking about boat stuff with his kid. He's and real he's waffly. Like, the dad. What's that? Yeah, he kind of is. He he's like, is. I'm real proud of you. Here's you know something that I used and something that you're gonna use to pass the torch forward. And then yeah. instantly he's like, Look, you fuck up. You're ruining everything. You don't know how to sail a boat. <laughs> yeah, it's like. Hey, Dad, calm down. Also, this is kind of like an intense moment for this kid. He's like, all right, just get the boat ready for the leave shore. And it's like, I might like kind of know this, but like, 
I don't know that I'm ready for this, you know? He also was, like, just told that he was going to have this responsibility for human life and then instantly has to jump into that role. Yeah, no, it is not good. It is not good at all. Uh, So Jason climbs aboard. No, Jason drives their boat to this dock and then climbs aboard. <laughs> you can't forget true. that part that yeah. Jason knows how to drive a boat. Right. Again, I I do want to see like a montage of like Jason, <laughs> child Jason, like he's I want to see him like split an arrow in twain. I want to see him cast a fishing rod, like fishing rod and just like land it on a fit. Like a fish is like jumping to catch a real fly and Jason like. <laughs> It gets the hook in its open mouth as it gets real food. It's just like, boom, it gets it. I want to see him like spear gunning a thing. Like I just, yeah, all this I want. I want it real bad. Uh, so we got a boat montage of boat activity, which I really enjoyed. And also like, not only is there no conceivable way for a cruise ship to go from Crystal Lake in New Jersey to Manhattan, just like logistically, that's impossible. Just none. Yeah. The, the part of it that I really enjoy is if that were possible, that's like, four hours six tops like it's it's a very short distance from it's new not jersey an overnight to cruise no and they're like they're playing shuffleboard and like doing uh skeet shooting yeah like off the back of the boat it's like there are way too many it's an actual cruise ships amount of planned activity that would be like you're on a boat for a week and they're on it for at most three to four hours apparently everyone in the cast also noticed this fact, but didn't say anything because they wanted the job. <laughs> I, I buy that. I mean, I could totally see just like, shut up, Derek. Don't ruin this for the rest of us. <laughs> Look, we're all teenagers. There's also like a discotheque. Like they go have a dance party. And With it's like the shortest ceiling I've ever seen. <laughs> well, it is on a boat, to be fair. Even still, it's, it's so short. Um, and we've talked about this with other teenager movies, but the main hunky boy in this looks 40 and I have such a hard time buying well, him. She as looks a 30. So it's yes. Not- it, yeah, I agree. But he looks so old. He gives her this statue of Liberty. Uh, the ticky tacky as gaudy <laughs> costume it's jewelry. It's so bad. It's like what a little kid would buy for their parents at those like Santa's workshop things schools do for elementary school students mm-hmm. where you, it's like you can buy a gift for your parents. Like if you pinch this thing, it would just become like a little ball of aluminum foil because I'm pretty sure that's what it's made of. Yeah. And they go. I off. thought it was going to be Chekhov's tacky, gaudy costume jewelry. Of oh, the like of Jason was going to get a Statue of Liberty in the eye or something? Something. Or, like, that was going to be the clue of where to go. Like, Jason was going to take her somewhere and she was going to leave it as a clue. Like, I thought it was going to be more important. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That would have been a cool idea. He also recommends they hike up the Statue of Liberty, and that just feels like the wrong verbiage to me. 100% that's the wrong. I mean, it is a lot of steps you climb, but I think but, climb the Statue of Liberty even makes yeah, more sense. You don't hike. Yeah. We also get a cool POV of the video camera that the guy is shooting with. And I was kind of curious if it was kind of interesting to me that they thought to do that, but didn't make the movie that because, you know, it it certainly was right there that there's this P there's a few POV shots in this movie that I thought could have led to that kind of thing. Yeah, because that's when we're introduced to knockoff Joan Jett and I'm going to say dollar store, not Christoph Waltz. Well, Dollar Store Joan Jett is playing a guitar that is bright, hot pink and black. And so it's for any other, holograms. any other wrestling f- people out there, it is she's just playing Bret Hart as a guitar. <laughs> <laughs> now, what's his, from from um, 
Back to the Future 2. No, Back to the Future 1, not 2. Crispin Glover? Thank you. Okay. He's like Dollar Store Crispin Glover with a mushroom hair and glasses and a video camera. Well, then we there's a lot of Dollar Store actors in this movie because the next person that we that we talk to a bunch is Dollar Store Robert Loja, who's playing this biology teacher. I hated him so much. <laughs> he is the uncle of the the fountain pen girl that we talked about earlier. <laughs> Rennie is her name. Rennie is I her only name, remember because yes. it's so stupid. <laughs> but he is absolutely 100% dollar store Robert Loja, and I just, I love it. And so they they hint for like 20 damn minutes of this movie that she like shouldn't be on, that the lead girl, Rennie, shouldn't be on the boat. And like all of this mystery about like why she shouldn't be on the boat. And I was like, is she just afraid of water? Because we already have that and it's Jason. So stop <laughs> teasing like this. It's a new thing. <laughs> spoiler alert. Yes, she's just afraid of water. And also we find out later, spoiler alert again, it's because he's a psycho. And he just like yeah. pushed her off a boat. He's always a been an asshole. Like, get out of here with this nonsense. So we cut to they're, they're filming this music video air quotes liberally used in the engine room of the boat, except the cameraman is not there. And she is playing along with her tape record, her tape or cassette player on headphones. So is she actually doing anything or just like air, like basically air guitaring with a prop? I don't know if like she was plugged into the mini speakers on her tiny boom box. Like but even could- if she, even if she was doing that, she's like listening to a song on headphones and she playing- wasn't on headphones. It was, uh, it was coming out of the boombox as far as I okay. know. Okay. I, it just the whole thing. I did not understand what was going on. Uh, she like separates herself from the others and goes deep into the like boiler room of the ship. And instantly I was like, oh, she's going to get killed with that guitar. Right. Of course. And, uh. Again, we get another Jason teleport because he's walking down the stairs. So she runs and like goes down another set of stairs and he's already down the hallway at the lower set of stairs. Yep. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. Like I need it. At least give me the like thump of his of him jumping down. Like give yes. me something. Yes. That isn't teleportation that isn't explained. Yeah, and and honestly, it's more menacing if he's fast. Like, I find it much more menacing if he's able to just jump two stories and land on his feet and not be bothered at all, versus he can teleport. Mm-hmm. Or just explain that he can teleport. Like, yeah. give me something to go on. Yeah. Um, And we get the first psychic link to Jason, kind of like that one Halloween movie. Yes. Was it two or one? Uh, that there's a psychic link to, to Michael Myers. Yeah. His niece or something. Are there That's two like way later. It's like way. Oh, no, no. Oh, 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 yes. It is. It one. is. It is more than one movie, but it is like uh, maybe number five or six. It's later yeah. in the series. So I thought I was like, are they related somehow? And it's just going to be like, Oh, all Voorhees are afraid of water. Like I didn't know what was going to happen here. Like, it's a fatal flaw in their family lineage. They're just like, ah, oh, yeah. great-great-grandpappy Jason the First drowned, so our whole family is afraid of the agua. Pamela Voorhees never took a bath. She was very smelly. <laughs> she was a very smelly woman. <laughs> like, I need an explanation for more things. Gather also- around, children. I'd like to tell you this is the legend of Pamela Voorhees, <laughs> the stinkiest woman in Crystal Lake history. <laughs> then she brought her begotten son here who was so so much was he impacted by the stench of his mother that his face was deformed <laughs> his face melted from the smell it was so bad 
I also spent most of this movie thinking the biology teacher Robert Loja character was the principal because that's yes! what it was written as. Yes, it absolutely is like someone did a batch change from, you know, controls, control A, principal, <laughs> control, you know, delete, replace with. And it was like, it very obviously was a leadership principal character that for some inexplicable reason became a biology teacher. I didn't, I didn't get it, but I, I did get why I didn't get why he wasn't killed first. Yeah, him lasting to the end of this movie was real frustrating. Like, him outlasting the nice, good teacher? Bullshit. Yes! Absolutely bullshit! I was so angry when that happened. It wouldn't be an 80s movie without some good old coke. What I thought was a lot of coke for two girls yeah, in high school. It seemed like a lot of coke for two girls I don't, in high school. I don't do the cocaine, but it, this that was seemed an, this, like a lot. This was the amount of cocaine that in another movie is like a... oh. Uh, Derek has a cocaine problem. Like th- they had Your a daughter had, overdosed. Yes, they had a they had a problematic amount of cocaine available to them. Yes. So there's this quick sequence. We see Jason outside a window. Then this dog sees Jason and is like, "I'm out of here," and he bails. So we start like looking all around the boat, and we see there's this inexplicable boxing gym also on this boat as a as an amenity. It's a dumb boat. And one of the characters, of course, is very good at boxing, which I'm pretty sure was our, you know, a classic of this show of, uh, oh, what's on your special skills section in your resume? Because we got to pad out this runtime. Oh, great. Boxing. Per- perfect. They also Ali'd their only black character in the end. So. Wait, they Ali'd him? Yeah, he, like, tired himself out fighting oh. the impenetrable Jason and then got ah. knocked out in one hit. Oh, yeah, that is kind of interesting. Um,. Then we get the cocaine thing that we just talked about a little bit, and the the girl the girl looking for the dog is it Rennie looking for the dog? It's Rennie. Yeah, and Rennie's looking for the dog. She finds the two girls with just like a Tony Montana amount of cocaine, <laughs> and then the principal or the bio teacher principal shows up and is like the biology principal. Yeah, he threatens to call her parents. And then he grounds her, and it's like, you're not leaving this boat when we get to Manhattan. And it's like, how do you have the authority for this? And also, what did she do that deserves the worst punishment that you have available? She didn't turn in a biology project. Right. Like, what? How does that have any bearing on this? Unless it's her final and worth, like, 70% of her grade. Right. Uh, so then we go to the sauna, also on this boat. This is, like, a very nice cruise ship for a two-and-a-half-hour boat ride. <laughs> right. It's like a ferry from Cape May to Lewis, and it's yeah. just like uh, all the amenities. Yeah, like I but can't imagine. Can but can you imagine how disgusting Jason would smell in a sauna? Oh, I can't. You would so instantaneously know when Jason Voorhees stepped into a sauna. The fact that this character is like, close the door, you're letting out all the heat, is perhaps the dumbest thing we've ever had a character <laughs> do on this show, and that's saying a lot. His reaction should have been, who just dropped a pile of dead fish and horse manure in here? <laughs> exactly. Like, what smells like rotting fish guts? <laughs> it's Jason. Unbelievable. So he gets a hot stone through the stomach, but only for a second because we don't have the budget for it. <laughs> yeah, no, we certainly can't afford to make this look cool. There's not enough blood either, which isn't a very inexpensive thing to add to your movie. Like, it's corn syrup and food coloring. It's very cheap to get fake blood. So the fact that there wasn't a lot of blood here disappointed me. The whole movie didn't have a lot of blood. I know. 
It was like they only made 10 gallons, and they were like, look, we got to make it work. <laughs> it's got to last. Some poor PA is, like, scraping it off the wall back into the bucket. <laughs> He's got a rubber scraper uh-huh. to get every last drop. Uh-huh. He's got, like, a paintbrush. He's, like, you know, dipping it in, in areas and, like, getting little dots and then squeezing <laughs> He's doing the paintbrush the out. Uh-huh. He's doing uh-huh. the easy push it, uh-huh. the toothbrush and does the thumb flick. Yes. So then... uh Rennie had caught the girls doing cocaine, sort of, yes. and they were convinced that she was going to tell on them, so they were just going to punish her no matter what. And to them, punishing her meant pushing her into an ocean. Yeah, people die when this happens to them on cruise ships. This is not fun in games. Like, that. oh, she caught me doing cocaine. <laughs> Better push her into the Atlantic. <laughs> it's so insane. It's so absolutely insane. Uh, we also get, so this movie had a really low budget like notoriously low that's why every that's why jason's not in manhattan for an hour and 10 minutes of this hour and 40 minute movie right that's why you know the blood's so low that's why the extras aren't there most of the time so there's this the scene where they pull rennie out of the water it takes too long for someone to dive in to save her by the way yes it does it's the the nice woman teacher the guy who saved her and rennie and then two extras behind them and she turns and says, give her some space, and then looks to where the camera is, as though there's students there, to, yeah, like, yeah. pretend that there's other uh-huh. kids on this boat. It's a very good trick, I will say. I was like, I see you, lady. And then uh, we get to the cocaine girl's cabin, and she's trying to seduce this 110-year-old biology teacher. Yeah. And, by the way, everything else we learned about this teacher means, to me, this character would be down for this. And he is he not. Would. As someone who works at, in a high school, uh, my body is just like, nope, nope, you don't do any of this. You don't go in the room. You don't do this. Yeah. yeah. Like, nope, no, 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 no. Yeah, no way. Zero percent chance. I stand in the hallway where everyone can see me and you talk to me from there. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Not even that. It's like, knock, knock, knock. Sarah, can you please come out here in the hallway and talk to me? And also, I have a female teacher here with me so that there is three people involved yeah, in that process. A- I chaperoned a field trip in December, and that's what we did. It was always all four chaperones together to visit any student. And we were like, we'll stand in the hallway, and you can talk right here. Yep, yep, yep. And so she, like, jumps on him, and he's definitely into it, and then decides he's not into it. But not before Dollar Store Crispin Glover can film him? Yeah, and looks like he's into it, which I, honestly, this teacher was so scuzzy, I was kind of here for him being blackmailed, which, you yeah. know, is a very bad crime, but I was, I wanted this guy to get Jason very quickly, and when he didn't, I was like, well, at least he's getting blackmailed. Yeah, I, I was I was surprised that it was blackmail mixed with him trying to get off of her, and not blackmail of a thing you actually do. You know what I mean? Like, this character yeah. felt like the one who would actually do it. Yeah, that's true. And then the poor nerdlinger gets rejected. He tries, though. God bless him. He's like, yeah. hey, I, I, I'm going to put myself out there, put my heart on the line. And she's like, LOL, get out, loser. We also skip past the part where Rennie goes to wash her hands and blood comes out of the faucet. And then Jason grabs her through the mirror as like a That's flashback. Right. Yeah, as like a, a dream sequence deal. So after she, the popular girl kicks out the nerdy guy, she's naked. So yep. Jason has to kill her. Yep. As soon as your nipples are out, you're done in because a Friday the 13th movie. In every Friday the 13th, someone has sex, then one of those pair goes to take a shower, and then they die. 
Yes. In every one. Yes. We talked about this before, but like the sequence of events in movies where people immediately, like in a slasher movie, someone immediately sprints to the shower is always amusing. Mm-hmm. But then, so she gets out of the shower, puts on a bathrobe, but then gets it ripped off of her to die. And I was like, movie. Yeah. Movie. Was, I'm squinting my much. eyes. I'm squinting my eyes and tilting my head at you, movie. I agree. It was a little bit much. And apparently the the actress was, like, reticent to do it, so the director got naked. Oh, uh, okay. And was like, look, and, like, walked on camera and was like, see, there's nothing to be, like, nervous about. But no one told the, like, people who were watching the dailies, so they just got an eye full oh of the god. director. Oh, my god. Oh, that's weird. Right? Yeah, that's very weird. Uh, also, like, isn't that a thing that you talked about, like, well in advance of the day? Like, isn't that in the contract this person signed that they agreed to do, do this? Like, so it's not under... Because what you're describing sounds um, sounds like it was under duress. And I know it was the 80s, but I really hope that it wasn't under duress. I mean, nudity in a performance is weird. Like, it's... Like, you think you're fine with it. Agree. Like, you yeah. think you're going to be... Because I, I did a show where I had to be naked, and the first audition said, this show involves nudity. Are you okay with that? And I was like, sure, whatever, yes. And then, callback number one, same form. And I was like, yep, callback number three. And I was like, guess I'm committing to this now. Yeah, yeah. And it's then, not real the, until it's real. Yeah, and then, like, we didn't talk about it. It was just like, okay, now's the day to get naked. And my co-stars, co-star who was naked before was like, okay, cool. Whoop. And I was like... <laughs> All right. Okay. I guess I'm the only one. Okay. Cool. 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 We're doing this. Cool. Uh, she does get killed with a piece of mirror, which I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. It's. I don't know. It felt again. It felt anticlimactic. It felt like there was for a lot of these deaths, there was potential to do something really cool and big and Jason, and then they were like, "What's the shortest, quickest way to do this?" Well, they definitely got hosed in this movie. I was reading a little bit before, and they were talking about the fact that. Uh, the movie originally was very much set in Manhattan. Like yeah. the whole movie took place there. There was a big Madison Square Jason. Garden. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the Statue of Liberty, like all stuff I thought would have been very cool. And because of budgetary reasons, they were like, Hey, these movies make this much money. So you get to have this much money to, to, to make the movie, which I, I get it's a formula. Uh, they were, they didn't get to do all that cool stuff. We cut to the cabin after that, and the captain and the first mate are having a weird heart-to-heart conversation. I did not need to learn about the handsome guy's 19-year-old, 19-month-old son before he gets stabbed. No! Thank you, movie. No! These people are cannon fodder. I do not want to feel feelings for them. I want them to be archetypes and paper-thin stereotypes so that when they die, it's funny. Like, now I'm sad. Now I'm thinking about a child growing up without a father, and when they're like... Hey, whatever happened to my dad? It's like, well, a weird mutant monster thing <laughs> came monster out of a lake, murdered him on a boat, <laughs> and he's been murdering people for like a millennia at this point, and nobody knows how to stop him, except Freddy apparently. But now we got a Freddy on our hand, and yeah. like, what do we do now? We haven't improved the situation. <laughs> I always think of that the Freddy versus Jason thing, like the version of it that would exist where that someone like looses the Freddy to solve the Jason problem. And now just has a Freddy problem as yeah. if someone was like, Oh, like we got like, it, it's always sunny when it's like, Oh, we have mice. Well, we should get a cat. Oh, the cat didn't work. We'll just get another cat. And now you have a cat problem. <laughs> now we have cats in the wall. Yeah. So he kills the first mate and the, the captain as well in the, in the a, a real weak cockpit of the boat. Yeah, and it's, like, almost stealth for a Jason move, which is very unusual. Like, you do not expect Jason to be stealthy maneuvering. 
it I'll, this kill felt more Michael Myers than it did Jason Voorhees. This kill felt like something out of a Vietnam War movie where someone has like PTSD and they're describing how they got it and it's like they slid out of the muck in a village and killed a man silently and then slipped back into the muck. Like it's crazy is what it is. Okay, yeah. <laughs> this is like a deer hunter scene. So, uh Rennie and the captain's son are like, we're going to get off this boat and leave with the Coast Guard. For reasons, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. They put a lot of time making sure we knew about these characters enough to feel sorry when they died. Not enough time explaining what was happening in the movie. And they get to the, the cockpit, as we called it. And they're like, oh, dead bodies. I don't know what to do. So they like sound the alarm bells. And only once everyone is there, do they try and radio for help. Yeah, it feels like the order of operations is missing a couple steps in the way that these people do it. It should be like, hey, Rennie, you get on the loudspeaker and tell everyone there's been a murder. I will instantly get on the radio and try to get help. Right. And also, this is a much different kind of Jason because Jason yanks the wires out of the thing so they can't call for help. It's it's a more self-aware kind of silly Jason, I think. Yeah, yeah. Like we said, Jason Halpert. <laughs> Now I just want that, like a yeah, skit, no. like oh, how yeah, there was could, the it department. Yeah, you could easily do that. Um, the so the creepy janitor is on the boat, and he like shows up to clean up the blood, I guess, and no, spells a, out. I think he's just a deckhand. Oh, okay. I thought he for some reason. I guess because it's a high school, I assumed he was the creepy janitor. But I, you're <laughs> yeah, probably the, you know how the janitor goes on your class trips. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The the the. <laughs> The friendly, the friendly neighborhood janitor who's, like, there to clean up the blood from the Jason kills. Um, but he, like, knows the entire Jason mythos and recaps it for these kids. So as an audience, it's the second time we've gotten the this is Jason and what's going on thing, which feels excessive to me. He also saw Jason's boat come into the harbor and immediately knew it was Jason somehow. Like, knew it was something yeah. wrong. Yeah, and he then- does. When he says, finally says just now, it's Jason Voorhees, the, I almost call him the principal, the biology <laughs> principal, is like, yeah. you've been spouting off about Jason Voorhees all night. And I was like, no, we unless there's stuff we haven't seen. There was a lot of scenes on the cutting room floor where this janitor just like continually tried to warn people and people like just ignored him constantly. Like, yeah, all right, whatever you say, kooky old man, Jason Voorhees. He, like, sneaks into the room where the girl's taking a shower and writes, Jason Voorhees is here on the mirror, <laughs> yeah. and then leaves. <laughs> or I'm imagining, like, a subplot where he's just, like, trying to be very helpful and being ignored repeatedly. He's, like, writing down post-its and putting them in places and, like, <laughs> like pulling the fire alarm and people are, like, ugh, and turning it back off. Click, click. Yeah. Uh, somehow the anchor gets stopped. Because he's... Uh, the captain's son tells Rennie to go drop the anchor. Yeah. Which feels like not the thing. Like, I want to go full steam ahead now. Like, let's just, there's no, there's no sea police. Let's go as fast as we can. (laughs) Crash into New York Harbor like Jurassic Park (laughs) 2. Yeah. And just, and just go. At the point in which several of my classmates are dead and the boat captain and first mate have been killed. Like, I do not need the safest method of travel anymore. I'm good (laughs) just getting off of the boat. (laughs) We're just going to go gun it as fast as we can. Tell everyone to buckle up. Yeah, exactly. Everybody prepare for impact because we're going to speed to this bitch. (laughs) I'm going to crash into the Statue of Liberty because that is (laughs) because then I know I'm on land. (laughs) They just get like a boat shaped hole in the middle of the Statue of Liberty as it like jumps. 
It goes a ramp. Uh, so then we get Disco Jason, which I really do enjoy. Yeah, the the girl, the smart girl who's friends with the popular girl finds her dead body and then finds Jason and runs into the closed disco and just stops there on the dance floor. Yeah, and, and it's like the music is thumping and pumping. And then this scene really has a teleporting Jason because she like this room Full is not big enough. This room is not big enough for Jason to do what he does if there's not teleporting powers. Because he keeps just zipping into other corners and stuff. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. He also chokes her to death, which I don't know that I remember seeing Jason do in a movie before. I think this, sure th- I think this was the first time. Okay. Because it's a weird... It's like very... like I, I know this is going to sound like an insane word I'm about to use here, but bear with me. It's a very intimate way of killing someone. And Jason is. is not usually like intimately killing his victims. He's usually just like indiscriminately stabbing and you know punching and cutting and whatever. And this is like a very like I'm coming into your space. And well, he he chokes her and picks her up. And I thought he was going to like like shove her into the disco ball or something. Yeah. Like jab her head up into it or or smash it down over her head would also yeah, be very I, cool. I, I, or like hang her from the disco ball thing. So she's just hanging there spinning. Like, yeah, like that's yeah. the Jason Voorhees. That's the creative Jason Voorhees that I know. Jason tap papers. This is the way your drinking has affected me. <laughs> Hashtag not my Jason. <laughs> we get a really smart, action from characters which is so rare in a slasher movie but one of the kids is like hey let's find all the weapons we can round up but then his his follow-up command is let's split up and look for jason yep i was like so so high to so low so quickly it should be let's grab weapons all stand back to back in a circle and just rotate slowly (laughs) yes exactly i think that was a joke on community maybe probably yeah but yes, everybody grab a weapon, and we're all going to stand back to back, and when you see him, you scream, and we, we be, form a wall all facing the same direction. And then we, then we encircle Jason and take turns hitting him with our blunt objects. It'll be probably set to a queen track. Yeah, that would be lovely. Um, so the, the nerdy Crispin Glover guy has his camera and a, and a, uh, a He pistol? lost his glasses. Oh, sorry, well, that too. Ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah he lo- he loses his glasses, but he has a pistol somehow. Yes. Even though I thought that, um, what's his name? I don't know. His name is also a god. It's not Apollo, but his name is also a god's name. Okay, the boxer guy. Yeah. Yeah, the boxer guy gets a shotgun. Yeah, and but he made it sound like he had the gun. Yeah. No, I agree. And I was like, maybe we should not give this nerdy kid like I. Here's the thing. If I'm there and we're divvying up weapons, I'm going to take that out of his hand and maybe give him, I don't know, a, a, a pipe or Has something. no one seen Heathers? Like, this is JD. This is so yeah. clearly JD. Yeah. Um, but his camera has a light on it, which turns out to be a single beam flashlight and not yes. like a wide wash filming light. Well, no, that's what they used to be. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then what it was, was like, the point it was of just them? Nothing. It was, it was useless. <laughs> but they were basically a little... It was basically the free flashlight you get at a... Uh, what's that cheap hardware store called? Uh, uh, in Harbor Freight? Yes. It's bas- it was basically like a Harbor Freight flashlight, but not even because those are LEDs. It was basically like a cheap... The G.I. Joe toy flashlight I had as a kid strapped to the top of a camera. Oh, okay. 
Uh, Jason, so the the nerdlinger is using the camera as his glasses because he doesn't, his glasses are gone and he sees a a person moving in front of him. And so he just shoots it and it turns out to be his best friend or someone on the boat. Some, yeah, some friend, maybe not his best friend. Not many characters got labeled. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's true. But like totally insane. The, uh, the, the sequence of events here, like, oh, there's loses his gun. Yeah. I wanted Jason to to shoot him, which I know would be crazy rule breaking for Jason. Not that he's like Batman. I just Jason has never used a gun as far as I know. But I really mm-hmm. did want him to to end up getting gunned because of the stupidity of this. Yeah. Instead, he gets thrown into a, a mechanical button wall yeah. and catches fire. Yeah. And it has a really cool POV moment through the camera for like a second, which I enjoyed. And then and then it's over and he's on fire. I would have let. Oh, that would have been cool if. Like, you had seen the whole him getting grabbed and thrown through the lens of the camera. Yes, it would have been very That cool would have looking. been sick. And probably I don't even like too expensive. Cam. Yeah, probably too expensive, though. That's true. So there's a fire now, and they're in the cockpit of the ship, and there's, like, all the fire alarms going off. And the bio teacher principal is like, oh, that must be fake. Turn off the alarm. Like, what about the situation leads you to believe it's fake? Chaos is raining on this boat right now. <laughs> and also actual rain. <laughs> like you've seen so many people are dead he also separates his niece Rennie. he like goes and locks her in her room and he's like she's fine and i was like no let's all stay together yes again circle back to back weapons ready ducks fly together <laughs> well in this case ducks die alone um i also like the part where the kid with the axe takes a swing at jason and it happens right after this and jason just catches it and mm-hmm. then throws it away, like yanks it out of his hands. The The display of brute strength is a delight. It's great. But then it lands at the feet of the kid with a shotgun, and he doesn't run the direction it came from. He dire- he runs the direction it was going. Yeah, it's colossally stupid. Uh, the bio principal, we missed also, he goes, he's like the worst human, like across the board. Yeah, he is. And he's like, you don't, you haven't fixed our course yet, high school student. And he's like, no, I'm trying. And he's like, <laughs> I'm not ready to be the captain. And he goes, you're the son of a ship captain. Shouldn't you know how to do this? And I was like, I'm the son of a CFO. So does that mean I should know how to balance the budget for a large company? Because right. I don't. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, what was your dad, bio principal? <laughs> it's like, oh, my dad was a bio principal. So that's why I went into bio principling. And then his plan is to shoot the crazy deckhand with the flare gun. Yeah, I don't what? quite follow. No, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Uh, so one of the kids starts climbing the tower to, I guess, try to fix the antenna is the goal here. No, he's running away from Jason. Oh, okay. And Jason teleports up the ladder to him and throws him, impaling him on something. Yeah, it's kind of gnarly and awesome. Mm-hmm. And then the kid with the shotgun gets thrown overboard. Yeah, the boxer. Just like, mm-hmm. hop. And then a big splash. <laughs> it's like basically the equivalent of doing that thing where you grab someone's arms and legs into a one, two, yes. three swing and into a yes. pool. Yes, yes, <laughs> exactly. Like, hop, ho, hop. Yeah, yep. And there was a really, okay, th- there was a few things I liked in this movie. There was a really great knife shot where we're tracking the bio principal down the kitchen. And there's like pots and pans and a single knife hanging. And he gets to the end, like, we pass that fully with the camera, and then he goes to the other side and starts coming back towards the camera on the other side of the counter. And the camera pans back through those hanging pots and stuff, and the knife is missing now. And I was like, 
that was a great shot. I saw it coming, but it was still cool. Yeah, yeah. It was a very well-staged thing, which you don't really expect in Jason part eight, seven? I forget which one this is. Yeah. Uh, so there's a she has a Rennie has a vision of Jason drowning and then Jason like pops through the porthole and starts yanking her and she stabs him in the eye with Stephen King's pen, which is really awesome. Mm-hmm. And then she runs away. Uh, the nice lady teacher has gathered the remaining alive students, which is three. Yeah. And leaves them in the restaurant and is like, stay here and wait for me to come back. Yeah. And then promptly abandons them all. Yep. Yep. She does. Like, why was that? Do, we never got a resolution. I think she might have been in cahoots with Jason. Oh, she was like rounding him up. <laughs> uh huh. She's like, I'll I'll convince them to all go into one room with no weapons, and then you go eat them all. He doesn't eat any. <laughs> I know, <laughs> He's in I'm Texas just... Chainsaw. Good lord. <laughs> but like that might be my that might be my gig in a horror movie. Like, look, if you don't <laughs> You're kill me, secretly working with the killer. If you don't kill me, I'll round up my friends. <laughs> but then I go to my friends and I'm like, guys, I know where the killer is. We have to get the fuck out of here. Let's go this way. <laughs> so I double cross. I'm like Black Widow. <laughs> so they abandon everyone in the restaurant. Uh, they We find the dog again. He showed up. Again. Yeah, the, the dog has made a triumphant return. Yeah, good doge. And they escape on a lifeboat that they have to row and, like, rudder. <laughs> yes. And they, like, <laughs> they pull uh, Julius is the the boxer's name, by the Julius. way. Julius. Yeah. Uh, they pull him out of the water. He's, like, inexplicably. I guess he's been treading. No, for, he like, jumps. Out, he Jasons them. Yes. He, like, pops out of the water, like, <laughs> yeah, and jumps into yeah. the boat. Uh, what he was doing underwater for all that time, I don't really know. But I guess it's, I guess he's fine. Being a peak athlete, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Well, he is a boxer. That is a lot of cardio. Uh, um, there's a really cool foggy lifeboat shot of them, like, rowing through the fog. I didn't write down what exactly he said, but I wrote, now is not the time for snark bio principle. It's funny you thought it was a cool shot, because I thought it was an absolutely garbage uh, shot to hide the fact that they were doing this in a tank at the studio. Like, because the, the to hide the fact that they yeah, can't oh, fake I know New that. York City. Okay. Because I was like, it's just... A room full of fog. Yeah. I, and I know what it was for. Like, they're hiding that, but I thought it was cool. And then, once again, the principal, bio-principal, like, they get finally make it to New York and get off the boat. And he's like, what a great place to dock the boat, Samuel. And I was like, you know what? You try it then. Let's hey, go back in time. And you can be the leader. You can be the captain. I don't have intrinsic knowledge of the New York City public dock system. We're in a dang rowboat. I was doing the best I could. <laughs> Unbelievable. The guy is such an a-hole. Like, when he finally gets Jason here The ahead, fact that it's... he is the third last... He's the I last of our, of our main characters to die is mind-boggling. Yeah. And, I like, I guess that was intentional. Like, they wanted you to be, like, really rooting for Jason to kill him. But, like, man, it's crazy. But you know who I wasn't rooting for Jason to kill? The sweet, kind teacher lady. Yes. I thought it was going to be a Miss Honey Matilda situation. And at the end of the movie, it was like, I'm going to take care of you from now on because I care about you. At the very least, she deserved a hero sacrifice death. Yes. Where she's like, she's like, run. I'll I'll slow him down. You guys run. And then she just like does some sort of elaborate thing to try to slow Jason down. She hits him with a car or something. You know what I mean? Like something. She should have had a better death. Yeah. Instead. Also, they... Jason appears to have just swam the whole way to New York City. Yeah, I guess. I guess he's not afraid of the water, but he 
I don't know. Because in, in Freddy versus Jason, like, that's the thing. Jason, Jason's afraid of water and Freddy's afraid of fire. I'm not even like talking about... I'm not even talking about the thing you're talking about, which is an incredibly valid point you're making. I'm saying these people took turns rowing a rowboat and struggled, and he just, like, Michael Phelps to the city. Like, I know he's a superhuman demon monster, but there's a reason why the swim part portion of a triathlon is the shortest, because it's incredibly strenuous. I don't think he swims so much as he uh, pirates the Caribbeans. Oh, walks on the bottom? And just, like, walks on the bottom ah, of the ocean floor. That would ex- That would make sense. So it's an hour and 10 minutes, and Jason is finally in Manhattan. <laughs> He's about to take it by storm. He looks up at a giant hockey mask billboard for a Eastern Hockey League, I think it was. Yeah, it was a fake hockey league. And then turns and looks at the camera. This is the this is where I wrote the Jim Halpert bit. And then there's a few of them after this. It's not just this one. Like, like all guys. throughout New York is, is Jim Halpert stuff. Uh, so these two thugs pop out of nowhere and decide to rob the gang and rather than be like hey there is a a crazy murderer after like behind us we need to get going they're just like okay here's my wallet and they decide that the ticky tacky costume jewelry is something also worth stealing right i I don't get why as a like writing this movie you're thinking like oh you know what else needs to happen to these characters they need to get mugged right now and raped and drugged. Yes, it's the, the, the injecting her with drugs is like one of the craziest things that I can remember in any movie we've done. Like it's I was really, I dark. thought it was gonna like almost happen, and then Jason was gonna show up. Yeah, yeah, who well, he does this. That's the crazy part of this sequence is you're like hoping Jason saves the day, and he <laughs> you are this does. Point waiting for Jason to show up to this poor girl. Yeah, you're like I really hope Jason gets here so that this girl doesn't get sexually assaulted by these two psychos and then he does and he's the hero of this moment but they've already injected her with what they call cane and yeah. i don't remember i have never heard anyone refer to cocaine as cane it's only also been coke also you don't inject cocaine you inject crack from what i understand <laughs> it's a, sh- a snorting drug yeah it's you right, call back. cocaine's a snorting drug <laughs> in my very limited knowledge of drug use <laughs> You know, the classic snorting drugs. You got your snorting, you're shooting, and you're smoking. Yeah, yeah exactly. You take the, your pick. The, the, the three ends of drug use. <laughs> oh, the three S's, actually. The three essence. Yeah, the three snorting, S's. There shooting, you go. and smoking. <laughs> he, also, he also does a great Jason kill in this because he kills the dude with the needle, which I really appreciated. Yeah. It's he, like, like I, stabs I, it through his back into his stomach. I was also imagining this as, like, I think we talked about this before, where, like, there was an era where TV shows could get money for doing, it was, in, it was not in the 80s, but there's an era where TV shows could get money for, like, very special episodes of, like, you know, mm-hmm. encouraging. We had a lot of fun tonight. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, PSAs, basically. And I just was imagining someone, like, recutting this sequence to, to as, like, a PSA for not doing drugs. Like, if you shoot heroin, Jason will stab you with the needle. <laughs> If this was a Friday the 13th movie, Jason or Freddy would have like continually pumped the needle into his arm until it like inflated like a balloon and popped. Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, so Jason gets shot six times from point blank range, which gives her enough time to try all, to like scramble. All away. while Rennie is like trying desperately to wiggle out of this dead weight, full grown adult <laughs> man on top of her. To be fair, she has just been injected with a, with a huge amount of drugs. 
no, 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 she has. And I and that's not what I'm saying. I was oh, saying, okay. why was it framed in a way so that oh, Jason was so getting awkward. shot as she's like wiggling in the background <laughs> trying to get this dead weight off of her? It's so awkward looking. She's like really struggling. Like the actress is really selling this this guy weighing 100 pounds or 200 pounds or 400 pounds or whatever. So she gets away and Jason, again, anticlimactically kills the other drug guy. Yeah. So the only shot of the movie that is this is how cocaine affects her negatively uh-huh. is one moment of that like kaleidoscope swirly vision. Yes. And other than that, she is perfectly fine after being injected with a substantial amount of cocaine. Yeah. Like a huge syringe full of it. It's not just like, it's a, like a little a bit quarter to a half full. Yeah. It's more than that. It's almost all the way full. It's yeah. a comic amount. Like if someone would just, if this was a, you know how sometimes on Halloween they have people dressed up as doctors and nurses and like giving out shots in, in syringes. In, yeah. Yeah. Syringe shots. You'd be like, that's a little too much liquor. <laughs> <laughs> like that's a little too much Maybe for the novelty. You would. <laughs> but I'm saying for like the novelty of like someone in squirting it into your mouth, you're like, that's a little bit too much at once. Like just it's, the volume is too much for the thing that you're trying to get me to. Like I'm Hashtag on board trip for the gay sh- things. <laughs> yes, like exactly. <laughs> uh, so meanwhile, Julius is the only member of this clan to find a phone booth. It's almost like the rest of them are doing this in the modern era. <laughs> yeah, and, right. And he is in there, like, trying to dial for help. And they, uh, Jason attacks him through the phone booth. But then they, like, end up on a roof. Like, like the sequence of events that leads to this very cool shot, this, like, genuinely my favorite shot in the whole movie, is so buck wild. It's, like, it fighting a sense. phone booth. Yeah. And then they're on the roof. And Jason does, like, a shrug, like, come at me, bro. And as you described before, Julius, like, punches himself out until he can't throw any more punches. And Jason takes one swing and knocks his head literally off of his body as it rolls down the, Into a the side of the roof. Yes. And there's also, like, a half-second POV shot of the as the head, like, from the head's eyes, basically, as it rolls down. Yeah. But they fight forever on this rooftop like it takes so long the runtime guys i don't understand like what we're doing this for it doesn't make any sense to me and then we see the sweet nice lady teacher walking down the streets of new york trying to find the girl and a cop pulls a gun on her and i was like yeah were was was no one described to this police officer like hey two young men attacked my niece why are you pulling your gun on an elderly, not elderly, a middle-aged woman? Yeah, like, hello, there's there's serious issues at play here. Can you help? Two 20-something men, not a 40-year-old woman trying her best. <laughs> uh, they they all pile into a cop car. Like, they've, they found some help. They're like, oh my god, Jason is here. They pile into this cop car. The and cop Jason- says, you know... Your story sounds crazy, but you seem like nice folks, so I guess I'll believe you. And all four of them wedge into the back of this cop car, like, very comically. And then the Jason kills the cop while they're stuck back there. No, Julius's head is inside the cop car. Oh, that's right. It's, like, hanging from the dash. Again, Jason, like, Jim Halpert. Oh, mastermind. Jason, well, uh, Jim Halpert, he's taking the time to plan these elaborate pranks. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, he put his head, Julius's head in jello first. <laughs> I was just thinking that. So then Rennie climbs over the seat into the driver's seat, and I guess Jason decides that he shouldn't be next to the car anymore. He should be all the way down the alley now, because that's where he is. And biology principal is like, what are you doing, Rennie? Get out of the driver's seat. And it's like, would someone knock him out? 
Yeah. Like, I know, I know knocking out isn't a good thing. And, <laughs> yeah. like, in the movies, they pretend, like, it's, oh, sorry, best friend. But, like, it means that your your brain has touched your the wall of your skull yeah. in a way that it shouldn't touch the wall of your skull. Exactly. And, you bl- and, you, and your brain goes to sleep for a minute. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not a good thing. No, no. But someone knock this guy out. Yeah, like, give me a movie KO for this dingbat because I can't take him anymore. I just so can't. So she drives and runs over jason and i was like hey now now we throw it in reverse and back over and uh-huh. then we go forward again and back literally, up again literally until the car stops working you just yep. want to keep doing it yep 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 or yep, you just yep, leave yep. the car parked on him yeah and then everybody bounce yeah everybody bounce in your seats <laughs> to try to squish him yeah squish him more <laughs> get the head to pop i don't care there's there's like things you can do here and so she sees. <laughs> I'm just I'm imagining just... that scene in a movie where they like get the tire over Jason's head and everybody starts jump bouncing on the ground. Just like doing a little yeah, seat bounce. Yeah, yeah. I want that movie. Actually, you know what would be a really kind of cool movie? Would be like a final girl and Jason are like in- locked in the final battle. Yeah. And as they go, as he goes to strike the final blow, lightning hits him. And they're zapped to present day. So it's an 80s final girl and a contemporary final girl trying to outsmart 80s Jason. You've basically described the plot of the movie Final Girls. Oh. Damn it. (laughs) Well, I guess guess I'm in the right field. You just watch it. It exists. (laughs) It does exist. Because I was like, when you said earlier, like, oh, he's the only one who found a a payphone. I would love that scene in a movie where a girl's like, quick, where's the nearest payphone? And everyone's like, uh, nowhere? Well, it's the opposite. I guess it's the opposite. In the fi- in the movie Final Girls, the modern kids go to the '80s movie, and they're in the movie. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I, that's what I, I kind of like that idea. It's it's an entertaining movie. I like it. So she sees young Jason, who is now in a full mask and not just half of a lazy prosthetic, so he can get hit by the car, and she just like pedal to the metal, slams the car into a, a brick wall, and it catches yeah. fire. Yeah, really not super good driving. She does. And they decide to pull the dickbag biology principal out of the car before the nice lady teacher. Yeah! And she then explodes. Unbelievable. It's such a bad death character. Yeah. That's not the death she deserved. Meanwhile, we get a flashback to Rennie in in a rowboat with the bio teacher, uncle of hers, and he just, like, shoved her into the thing, like we talked about before he just like ruined this girl's whole life like whole whole life i thought we were gonna get that he is he touched her as a kid based on the way the scene was going yeah no it did seem like that he was like you're becoming a woman now and you've become here a lot and you never get in the water why don't you put on your bathing suit and i was like a hundred percent i was like that's where we're going and i'm yeah i'm not okay yeah it was it was pretty terrible but the water thing is also really bad that he does where he yeah. just like hucks her into a boat. It's crazy. Or hucks her out of the boat rather. And he's like, try not to drown, bitch. And then like motors away, like yeah. sprays wake in her face. Yeah, exactly. Like a like a punk tough in a ski movie. So she turns around and is like, oh, you pushed me into the water. And Jason's always been in the water. <laughs> and they push him into a large pile of shredded papers. Yes. It's very bizarre. 
Why are there so many shredded papers in this <laughs> alleyway? Is this just like, is this just a, a document shredding office that happens to be in this seedy part of town? Is the rents are cheap? Yes. And then Jason drowns him in a, a barrel of what looks like the toxic waste goo from later in the movie. Yes. Is apparently just gross, yucky water. There's <laughs> also like New a York. Rat, there's also like a rat drowned in it. Like, earlier in the movie, when we had, like, the establishing shots of New York, there was a rat swimming in it, basically. Like, it looked yeah. like it was just, like, lounging and shook itself <laughs> off. And now it's, like, It was a basically Rizzo in, Pir- in Muppet Treasure yes, Island. Yes, exactly. Margaritas at the Midnight Buffet, indeed. Margaritas at the Midnight Buffet. <laughs> I The only thing I wish is that it was toxic waste, so that when they dunked the principal bio teacher in there, like, we heard his body sizzling. and The getting... sizzle dissolve and the uh-huh. smoke. Yeah, yeah I would have liked yeah. that. Yeah, because that's what he deserved. He was a huge drag. I hate him more than Jason Voorhees, who's a murderer. Uh, yes. uh, yeah, basically. Um so, but like, yeah, it is very bizarre. Like, why is this toxic waste even here? This this whole scenario. Well, is we bizarre. later find out that every night at midnight, the large walkable sewer tunnels of New York City fill up with toxic waste at midnight. Yes. And I was like, hang on, <laughs> hold like, hold the goddamn phone. Yeah. You expect <laughs> me to believe what? Like, I'll believe Jason Voorhees came back because of an anchor on a power line. I'll believe that he can teleport. You want me to believe what? Yeah, you can get the hell out of here. They don't just pump toxic waste through the New York sewers. Um, So he kills him. Uh, Rennie's boyfriend finds her sitting in a recliner that's just... In a in an alley. In this alley. Do you know how any alley? This Do you alley. know how many bums have jerked off on that chair? <laughs> or worse. That no, chair is a that, that chair is a toilet. A, to, to, absolutely that chair is a toilet. That chair is a toilet, it's a girlfriend, and it's a bed. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. get out of that chair. Yeah. No, thank you. Um, so Jason appears because he's like, I'm not going anywhere. And it's like, let's let's not make lofty claims, boyfriend. Yeah. So far, the track record for her friends surviving hasn't been great. So Jason appears and they run into the subway system uh-huh. and get on a train and the doors close. And somehow Jason's on the train, too. Yeah. Why not? And, and I also like this part is like one of those movies are always like making New Yorkers even more uh, a-hole over it. Just no, but not a-hole, but just like over it than they are in real life. And like this fish smelling monster person with a knife. <laughs> is like monster. Yeah. He's dripping green goop down the the, the the aisle of the subway and no one even looks up from their paper. And then the kids start screaming for help. And people are like, would you keep it down over there? I'm trying to jerk off here. Yeah. <laughs> the, the recliner is on the subway. <laughs> and Jason like shoulder checks an extra. And it looks like she wasn't prepared to be shoulder checked. No, no. It she looks goes real over painful. Yes. <laughs> she doesn't look like she was ready for it at all. Yeah. As over tea kettle into another person on a seat. And it's just like, hey. There's also an extra that looks just like a young Tommy Wiseau from The Room. Oh, I didn't notice that. He's just like one of the people on the train. Um, so they they get to the end of the train and Jason's just kind of stalking there. And I... I almost wish they had died just so I could see what the rest of New York would have reacted. Yeah. Like, that would have been a great black comedy moment of, like, blood splash across the newspaper. Flip the newspaper down to look at what's happening and roll your eyes like tourists. Yeah, and flip exactly. And paper back up. <laughs> and then Jason just grabs the handrail and waits. <laughs> 
he just gets off at the next station and walks yeah, through. He yeah, he goes to get juniors. Um, so instead, he goes they to get juniors. <laughs> yeah, he gets juniors and a corned beef and a famous original raise. Yeah, <laughs> he goes to his favorite pizza place, Savaros. <laughs> so they pull the emergency brake and then jump off the train. And when Jason gets off to investigate, they push him into the third rail, which electrocutes him and should be the end of the movie. Yes, absolutely should be the end of the movie. It should be Jason dies and then a bunch of people in that subway get real pissed at these kids because they made the subway stop working. Yes. And then as the kids are being yelled at by the people, camera pans down to Jason's eyes, eyes pop open, roll credits. Yes. Yeah. I'm here for that. That is the perfect ending for this movie. Instead, we finally get Jason outside in New York City. Just walking around Manhattan. He like emerges silly. he emerges into Times Square from a subway station, which like nobody is phased by, and then he starts chasing them through. Well there's we a get- definite streaker who got off the off the subway too. He's wearing a black trench coat and no pants. Oh, interesting. And I was like Probably not a streaker, probably a flasher. Or not streaker, flasher, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. But they have these guys listening to the 80s rap on a big old boombox, and then... School is for squares, and homework sucks. <laughs> yes, exactly. And Jason Fs up their boombox, and they start being like, hey, we're going to kill you, man. And this is the part of the movie that is the most ridiculous. Jason doesn't attack them. He just lifts the mask and shows he them his mangled... them. Yes! It's like so tonally weird for a Friday the 13th movie. And then... He just like they all run away, obviously, and and he's just like, cool. Now you saw my gross face. I don't understand. So they they the beginning of the movie is like Jason came from the grave and vowed to attack all teenagers. Yes. He's now in a city full of teenagers and still is only targeting our heroes. Yes. Yeah, I don't get it. Like you'd think this would be Jason's dream, just like endless teenagers to, to murder and stab. So they run into a diner, and they're like, can we use your phone? And she's like, there's a pay phone in the back. And the, they go to go use it, and she's like, it's broken. Yeah. And, and they're like, there's someone trying to kill us. And she's like, welcome to New York. Yeah. <laughs> Lady, I get that you're a, a straw man for this New York, but, like, dear God, I need help. Yeah, it's like... There is a phone in this diner. Like, clearly you can help these kids. They're scared. And so Jason kicks through a wall in the diner. Yes. It's a, there's a wall that's just made of tissue paper in this diner, yeah. apparently. It's a Japanese feudal door. Yeah. <laughs> and Jason just is like... And Japanese feudal door should have been in the bingo sheet, by the way. No oh, it should have. Who did a great job. Once again, if you haven't seen that, uh, dig it up on our social media. It's really, really awesome. But you say that so much. It, it always kills all me. That. It always kills me. But I just uh, that it's, would be that would have been a good candidate. It's for one the of bingo. those things that's like a solid reference, yeah. but always comes out of left field. But when yes. it does, you're like, oh, no, that was 100%. Yeah, no, I get it, it, it. Is a good, it is a good descriptor for what that is. That and she's all that. Yeah. Should have made it on the bingo sheet. Yeah. Um, so this the line cook, who's like a big buff and tough dude, gets to like attack Jason, and Jason throws him into a mirror. And it turns out that this guy was not only a body double Jason, for Jason in this movie, he played Jason in Freddy vs. Jason. Oh, that's cool. That's a weird, yeah. like, like I guess he's a stuntman, probably. Probably. That's why he... Yeah. They were like, hey, you can, you can take a punch as Jason. You want to get thrown into a diner mirror? It's a pretty cool stunt, I will say. Yeah, it's like great. it's a pretty dope scene. Yeah, I like it. We get a great cracked mirror shot of Jason walking past a shattered mirror so his like body keeps jumping around. Then 
Rennie and her boyfriend, whose name I don't think we've said once on the show, and I can't no, remember. I don't remember it either. He's a climb, very faceless character. Climb into the sewers, and all I could think was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles crossover. Yeah, that would be dope. Jason versus the Turtles is a movie I'm here for. R- seriously, though. Yeah. So they're running through the sewers, and Jason's following them, and they run into creepy-looking sewage worker, sanitation worker, who looks... Who, who does he look like? He looks kind of like the bad guy in... Is it Last Action Hero? The guy with the shiny axe? Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember that actor's name. He's He was in a movie that we did on the show before, but I, I can't Ghost, for the life of me remember his name. Right? Oh, yeah, the guy yeah, from yeah, Ghost? Ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does it look looks a little like, bit like that. That guy. Yeah. And they're like, we have to get out of the sewers. And he's like, well, not a minute too soon, because these sewers are about to fill up with toxic waste like they do every night at midnight. And I was <laughs> like... Like, I can audibly eye, eye roll. Like, I wish I was in the movie just to be like, I get it. Okay, fine. Cool. I, that's a, in a reality now. We don't have to explain why Jason teleports, but God help us if we don't explain that the New York City's sewer system fills with toxic waste every night. I just, like, the idea that someone thinks that's even remotely fine to put in their movie is pants on head crazy to me. I agree. Like... Like, in what world would that be the way that things operated? None. Not a damn world. So it cuts to them gently, softly, slowly walking through the sewers. And I was like, hey, kids, you know what the danger is. This guy doesn't. You should tell him to get the lead out. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, there's a huge, crazy monster person chasing us. He's going to rip your face off if you don't hurry. So Jason pops out of a corner, knocks out the boyfriend, and then we get a really stupid silhouette murder of the sanitation worker. Yeah, it's very lame. It was a bummer. It's 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 almost like a we've run out of money. We don't have we can't we can't put this on camera anymore. We're getting to the end of the movie. So as Jason's about to kill the guy, Rennie is like, you didn't kill me in the cramp crystal lake and you're not going to kill me now. Yeah. And flashes a flashlight in his face and runs away. And Jason decides to go after her instead of just killing the boyfriend? Yeah, I don't understand that part either. Like, it all doesn't make a ton of sense to me. So she finds a small barrel of toxic waste. (laughs) You know, just laying around. A a subtle small barrel. And breaks it open with a flashlight. Because it looks like... You know those candy tins where you push on the middle and the the sides flare out so you can remove the lid uh-huh, uh-huh, and then you uh-huh. squeeze it that's what it looked like it looked like she needed to just push on the push the center so it would pop open yeah no that's pretty accurate and then she throws the toxic waste in Jason's face and it starts to melt and the hockey mask falls off and he's like a even more drippy than he was once yeah it's real gnarly um and she and so now Jason can feel pain and vocalize Took us seven movies. (laughs) But also, like, for some reason, when they throw toxic waste on him and then, like, the wave of toxic waste comes, it turns Jason back into a child. Didn't get it. Yeah. Like, I don't don't understand how that sequence of events is supposed to make sense to me in my brain. I don't think it is. So much as just, like, the movie was like, look, we have five minutes left because we padded this movie so damn much. So she... she runs back to the boyfriend and he like won't get up and I was like leave him be like yeah, look, at, the, at this point you have I'm 15 done. seconds to stand up on your feet and <laughs> not if you even. aren't <laughs> I'm Five. being generous with 15 yeah like, no fucking way if you I'm are leaving. not 
vertical in 15 seconds. I'm leaving you and you can drown in the toxic waste with Jason. Exactly. Eat a dick, boyfriend. (laughs) So they escape the sewer. They like hold each other above the sewage waste, the toxic waste. Jason gets turned into a baby again. They climb out of the sewers and the dog shows up. And then he's like, hey, I recover. And it's like. Oh, thank God, you recovered my cheap, shitty costume jewelry. <laughs> you it definitely really Im- spent four whole quarters on it. It was really important to me that this vending machine gift you got me come back to me at the end of the movie. Like, the Statue of Liberty was never important to her. Like, there, no. like I, don't, I don't get it. No, there needed to be a scene to set up, like, why going to New York was important for this character in order for this Statue of Liberty to make any sense whatsoever. Like, my parents took me there when I was a kid, and then we were supposed to go on another trip, and then they died, so I never got to go. Like, I need... Exactly. You padded 15 to 20 minutes of this movie with slow cuts to people and uh, extraneous cruise ship activities. You couldn't give me 30 seconds of why New York and the Statue of Liberty are important? Yeah, it makes no sense whatsoever. I mean, none. Uh, would you recommend it? I mean, I guess final thoughts before we get into that. But final thoughts slash would you recommend this? It's fine. It's just too long. Like, it's good for a drinking and, like, ja- jeering at the movie kind of thing. But it's just long. Yeah. It's hard. Like, when part four is so perfectly what you want out of a Jason movie, it's hard for anything else to live up to that. And I it just, to me, that is the one that you want. Always. I agree. Yeah. I mean, I think Jason one has its merits. Um, we all, like we've said a thousand times of the nightmare Friday, Halloween originals. Halloween is the best, but yeah, I just, I, I, to me, part four is my favorite Friday the 13th movie. So like every time we come across a Friday, the 13th, like actual date and it puts me in the mood to watch one. That's what I pop on. Yeah. We just had one. Yeah. I wasn't able to watch one on that actual day, but that was the one I was going to watch. I didn't either. I thought about getting a Friday the 13th tattoo but really it's a thing so they'll draw up a lot of tattoo shops will like draw up a sheet of paper and they're like any tattoo on the sheet is 13 dollars with a seven dollar tip so you just you pay 20 bucks to get like usually they're like i don't know i thought you meant a tattoo related to the friday the 13th film franchise and i was like you do not like these movies that much what is wrong with you no 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 thank you okay uh yeah i'm gonna get jason's face and yeah. like my back shredded, so it looks like yeah. he's killing me and pushing his way out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've seen that; it exists. Um, I also would give this like a light recommend, but it's definitely not my favorite of the Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, it's stuff. a it's a it's a soft recommend. Yeah, I would put this in the. I honestly like I like most of the Friday the Thirteenth movies, but I would put this in the bottom half of those. I think not yeah. at the bottom, but at the bottom half. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. We uh, we got a couple quick things to talk through here, and then we will be donezo. Uh, if you want more of us, Facebook.com slash DissectingTheEighties, Twitter.com slash DissectTheEighties. Uh, one real important note, we would uh, love it if you could help us out. We're doing a clip show for our 100th coming up. So in addition to showing some clips of the show, if you have any favorites, please uh, email them to DissectingTheEighties at gmail.com. Uh, but also, if you want to leave us a message that we put in that clip show, if we get them, we'll put them in. If we don't, that's okay. But uh, 856-D-I-S-S-E-C-T, if you leave a message, we will probably add it in that show, unless you say something like terribly offensive i guess but yeah we're we're, we're doing a cool uh cool in couple case, of things we're gonna separate. blast you and send it to your family on facebook <laughs> i don't think so i don't think i will do that but that's okay uh yeah anyway uh we're coming up rapidly on our 100th episode so if you could help us out we would really appreciate that uh 
Don't forget to rate the show on iTunes if you haven't done that yet. That can be your your gift to us for listening to all the episodes. We would love to have that, and we read those on the air. We will return on May 21st to continue Takes Manhattan with... The Muppets Take Manhattan! Yay! Until then, I have been Trip Lano. I will always be Andrew Lano. Until May 21st. Don't you forget about me. Dissecting the 80s is a chum sum of this production. Uh, things we're gonna cut out in editing. <laughs> we gotta go back. We gotta go dissect the 80s. It's your inexplicable New Jersey to Manhattan cruise ship. Something's gotta be done. To- <laughs> I realized I had to say it twice as yep, I was saying yep. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something's gotta be done about your inexplicable Manhattan. Start it over. The whole thing? Yeah. Fuck. <clears throat> Get it out. We gotta go back. We gotta go dissect the 80s. It's your inexplicable... Fuck me. We gotta go back. We gotta go... <laughs> Start over. I'm going to. Let me have this. <laughs>